Hello, this is Self-Discovery with Survivor Empower Life Coach Financial. I'm your host, Alicia. Tonight is part two. The last time we spoke, um, we talked about trauma, trauma in the workplace, not letting trauma define you, and second-hand trauma. And we talked about some of the signs of trauma. So let's just revisit a few things about trauma. Um, trauma in the workplace is dealing with something that unexpectedly happened. It could be chronic also where your supervisor or coworker is constantly on you, just nagging you, bullying you, you know, just saying things to you. That's chronic. And it could be also um, complex where you're going through various trauma with somebody that you um, some type of relationship with doesn't mean intimate relationship, but some type of relationship where they're constantly putting you through different changes up and down day in and day out. Um, it's not one particular thing. It's just a variety of things going on in your life that is just piling on top of you and that become very traumatic. An acute is a one-time incident that did occur. So we, we talked about things like that, but just, just going back over that again. And we're going to talk about, um, some of the signs of trauma. Um, you could be withdrawing, um, passive, quiet. You could be angry. You could be aggressive. Um, just, just so many different things. And sometimes we might take those things for granted. How people are responding. You know, we think they're angry at us, but it could be the um, response from trauma. Um, we also talk about if you work in an environment um, where you or counseling people or interacting with people who have been through trauma then their secondhand trauma where those people bring their trauma into you they tell you about it and you have about three clients a day and you're constantly hearing their story um, whether you be a counselor um, or intake person who deals with an organization that's community-based but you're there pretty much to assist people in that situation and so that can be very difficult. Now, for the people who deal with secondhand trauma, you're very good at identifying their trauma, helping them with their trauma, but you also need help yourself dealing with that trauma. So, you know, so that's some of the things we talk about. So this episode is supposed to be tools and how to help, how to heal from trauma. And that take place by first identifying that you're going through some changes. The first step is recognizing that you've just been through a traumatic situation. And, you know, what's traumatic for you might not be traumatic for the next person. You and somebody could be in the same place and you'll respond to the situation differently. So if you find yourself acting out of character, find yourself being irritable, um, very assertive, or you find yourself being antisocial when you're normally a very sociable person. Um, just find yourself acting out of character. If you find your friends, family, um, significant others letting you know that you know you're not yourself. Um, don't dismiss it. Stop and think. They have a breakout room in the building where employees. Um, throughout the building, because there's different companies in the building, they can go to that space and they have a lounge area where they can schedule 
an hour, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. They can go in there and sit down and relax and remove themselves from their work environment. Now that place is perfect. You can, you're still at work, but you can get away from your immediate desk. The people you work with, you get to meet different people, take your mind off your situation. Um, a place like that, people can get together and talk about their trauma. So that's one place, employer creating a space where employee can go and talk, having meeting, encourage um, exercise and encourage yoga. Um, you know, have something where the employee once a month, they can have yoga come in, a yoga teacher come in and teach them things. Um, just different things an employee can do to assist their employees. Employers can do to assist their employees to help them with the trauma. And also, we need to take charge. So, you know, um, as you identify and your triggers, you know, dealing with them depends on where you are. One of the steps you want to take is deep breathing, um, being mindful of what's taking place and what triggering it and how to combat it. So, you know, for example, if your situation is you get around a certain individual and they've been very nasty to you, the environment very toxic. So going into work for you is going to take a lot because you know that individual is in the office today and that individual has been nothing but a pain for you. They have made your life a misery, a living hell. So when you go into the office with them, you have to be mindful of not letting them invade and invade your space. You have to be mindful that so-and-so comes around, always does A, B, and C. That really brings me to that point. You have to be mindful to say, okay, I'm going to the office today. I'm not going to let A, B, and C invade my space, invade my head. And not it's not about avoiding that person, but it's about not giving that person that control mentally and emotionally to get into your head space. And what it means you give yourself that self-talk, that empowered talk to be prepared for that person. Um, what it be you have to document and report it. And also, um, you know, it's not just about dealing with this person mentally. If this has been going on too long, then this is something you might want to take up the HR. This is something you might want to get um, outside intervention where either you speak to a lawyer, the labor department, or HR or your boss, their boss, supervisor, you have to escalate the situation to deal with it. And so this is something that sometimes you need to bring other people in in order to get this situation to be rectified. Sometimes it's not about you taking on the world by yourself, but um, asking for help. Speaking out, letting people know what's going on. And what's occurring so um, sometimes it's not just about you getting counseling but the environment has to change the situation has to change and sometimes it's not about you just mentally changing your perception or changing how you do things but also notifying other people around to um, also help in that situation it's definitely for the workplace you can't you physically can't remove that person but you can definitely escalate the situation where someone needs to step in. Um, 
as far as assistant, there's an employee assistant program. Most company has that department where if an employee is in a traumatic situation, they have the EAP to talk to. And it's good to document that type of thing at work as well. But um, also, you know, you might go for walks. That's another way to also help recover from those things um, is walk. Self-care um, comes in handy in this situation. Self-care is the thing that we, um, I've been talking about all through all my um, podcasts and on my Instagram and stuff like that. Self-care is so important. Self-care is a, like a fundamental and base for life. Taking care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And when situations occur in your life that is not positive or demanding, that is just taking its wear and tear on you, Self-care always comes into play. Making time to get that mental break. Taking time to help relax you and help help you move forward. Now, when you're in a traumatic situation, picking space to exercise, um, yoga, um, you know, creating that plan. You know, um, exercise, nature lots of sleep, rest, knowing your triggers and creating that plan on how to cope using the skill, strategies that, um, you know, working out with things, um, with people at your job. Also letting your employer know, um, for anyone who's in the position of being a boss, a supervisor, um, one of the things you can definitely instill in your department, maybe weekly meeting to discuss that, to discuss the triggers, if you find yourself acting out of character and, you know, your friends, your family, co-workers are letting you know that, you know, you've been irritable, um, you have not been yourself, um, just little things. Stop and think about it. What happened? Ask some person, when have I, I'm acting funny. Um, start questioning yourself. Um, Start reflecting on what happened. It doesn't have to, sometimes tra- trauma doesn't have to be something big and major. It could be something for you. It could be something that triggers something that happened in your life way back. But um, stop and take the time to be self-aware. Stop, um, think about it. Ask questions. Reflect and see when these changes started to happen. So one of the first thing about um, helping you get through trauma and you know healing is to identify that you have been in a traumatic situation. And once you realize that you have been in a traumatic situation, then you have to also identify the triggers. You know, triggers um, comes in so many different ways. You can have internal trigger. You can have external trigger. Externals are situation, people, places that you might encounter throughout your days. Those things, you know, can bring back the trauma on. For example, you're in a car accident. Um, I've been in a car accident and... For me, it's the Ford 150 truck, red. I was on the 
highway driver and truck was trying to avoid hitting somebody in the back in his lane. He jumped in my lane and pushed me over. Now, whenever I see a Ford 150, I jump a little bit because that's my trauma. That's my, you know, trigger is on the highway. Seeing the darn car coming next to me, you know, so you have to identify it. Um, how am I dealing with it now? I'm dealing with it much better compared to when this happened about, you know, five years ago. Now, when I see it, I see it through the side of my eyes, but I don't jump. I don't shift. I don't do anything. So I've acknowledged that is for the traumatic situation. Number one, two, acknowledge seeing a Ford 150 coming past me, swishing lanes, coming over in the lane next to me is a trigger. How do I deal with it? I breathe. I realize I got my, I'm controlling my lane and you're supposed to be an aware driver anyway. So with all that in place, yeah, I do pay attention a little bit more when I see that truck, but I have it under control because I realize what the situation is. And over the time I went to counseling, I've talked about it and I prepare myself just to be a more conscious driver, being aware of my surrounding. And that's something you should automatically learn to do anyway when it comes to driving. But that's a, um example of trigger um internal could be anger anxiety feeling of abandonment, feeling of alone feeling out of control feeling vulnerable frustration memory muscle tension pain you know so forth and so on heart beating real fast those also could be um internal triggers and stuff so you have to learn to you know to understand the sign in order to help yourself. If you don't know the sign, then you can't help yourself. So once you have learned to identify triggers, internal and external, and once you realize those things are due to trauma, or you could just be an angry person, <laughs> but also just understanding that um, these things might happen after something traumatic happened to you. Now, when these things occur, you want to start, you know, breathe deep breathing. Um, depends on where you are. If you're driving, obviously, you're not going to stop and do journal. You're not going to relax, but you're going to breathe. You're going to breathe and tell yourself that you got this. You know, there's different techniques work for different people. Definitely not going to close your eyes and meditate. You can't leave everything up to your employer. You have to take charge of your life. You have to take control. So organization can staff, they can have counselor in sight. They can offer counseling service. They can offer um, exercise, yoga. They can set those things up, but then the employee also have to want to participate in those things. So having the tools available for your employees, but the employees also have to use those tools. Um, also creating a self-care plan. Now, the Buffalo, um, University of Buffalo have a great self-care plan on their website. So that's something you can look into. Also, the National Center for PTSD um, provide also a self-care toolkit. Um, just the two places you can go to and look up different self-care tools and resources to help with trauma. And these will be very good situation for an employee to bring back to their employer. 
if you notice that you've been traumatized and your co-workers feel the same way based on this, the type of work you do, then don't wait for your employer to come up with an idea. You bring it back to the office. Bring it back to the community. Bring it back to the organization because it's only going to help you. So that's one thing you can do. But remember, the first step is to identify that you have a problem. Once again, the triggers, um, identifying your triggers, um, realizing that um, if you've been in a very traumatic situation and you find yourself being grumpy, irritable, confused, lack, um, lack of sleep, can't concentrate, um, you know, just having headaches and different type of stuff, feeling sluggish, um, nausea, all these different things are the signs. Um, so that right there can be a problem to you. So those are the things you might want to um, keep in mind, you know, as you go through that journey of recovering healing. Identifying that you've been in a traumatic situation, being ready to heal because you have to be ready. You have to not be in denial. You have to want to heal and then start taking the steps, which is seeking counseling, um, whether it be a counselor, psychology, therapist, a life coach to assist you in that journey. Um, journal, you know, writing down everything, writing out your situation. Um, you know, making sure you're practicing self-care. And self-care works good regardless of whether you're in a trauma or not. Self-care is just being proactive and monitoring your well-being, taking charge of your life. So you can't go wrong in practicing self-care, whether you've been in a traumatic situation or not. Practicing self-care is something that we all should participate in. And um, hit me up if you have any other questions. Um, once again, this is Alicia with self-discovery, and we help you rediscover yourself after you've been in a traumatic situation, or been sexual abuse, domestic violence, or just life in general. We also help you um, rediscover yourself, a new chapter in your life if you're going through a transition, whether it be a new job, um, going through divorce going from a full-time employee to retirement, we're here for you. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. And obviously, you're listening to my podcast, so another place to find me. You have a beautiful night. And remember, self-love and self-care every day, all day. See ya. Bye.